The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley. If I were to ask you today, what is the book of Jonah about? Most people would say it's about Jonah and the what? The whale, right? In fact, the Bible doesn't say it was a whale. It says it was a great fish to start with. But I want to tell you today that this book is not about Jonah and the fish. No, this book is about Jonah and God. You see, Jonah is mentioned 18 times in this little book. The fish is only mentioned four times, but God, God is mentioned 31 times in the book of Jonah. Listen to how the book begins. Jonah 1 verse 1, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Do you hear the expression? It's given twice in the opening verses. It is the presence of the Lord. And notice the preposition. He's not going toward the presence of the Lord. The Bible says he is going from the presence of the Lord. I would say the book of Jonah is about Jonah and the presence of the Lord. And if you're talking about its application to us, it's about you and the presence of the Lord, me and the presence of the Lord. Now, there's a very real sense in which we're never out of God's presence. First of all, because God is everywhere. He is the omnipresent God, which means he's everywhere at the same time. I love what the psalmist said in Psalm 139. He said, if I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. What's he saying? He's saying geography doesn't change God. And time doesn't change God. Circumstance doesn't change God. God is always the same and God is everywhere. He's the all-present God. If you're a believer, you've trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have his promise on it. What did he say, Matthew 28? Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Or how about Hebrews 13, verse number 5? I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. I want to pause and say thank you, Jesus, for that. Aren't you glad for the constant presence of God? But don't miss this principle. You have God's constant presence, but that does not mean you are living today in God's conscious presence. You see, when the Lord saves a man, he comes to live in him, he never withdraws that salvation. He never withdraws himself from that person's life. But let me tell you what he will do. He will withdraw at times his peace, his joy, his fellowship, the consciousness of his nearness. And why does he do that? To get our attention. He withdraws to draw us to himself. He, he hides his face at times so that we can't see what he's doing to cause us to realize how desperately we need him 
and to drive us to seek the Lord with all of our heart. You see, Jonah made a conscious decision that he was going to run from the presence of the Lord. You're never out of God's presence, but you can run from the conscious ruling presence of God in your life. In fact, I would go so far as to say every person listening to me right now and the man speaking to you right now, we are all moving in one of two directions. We're either moving to the presence of the Lord or we are going from the presence of the Lord. Do you remember how the Bible began? Do you remember when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden? What happened to them because of their sin? The Bible says they were sent out of Eden. They literally were sent out of of the presence of the Lord, out of that place of near communion and fellowship. That's why Jesus came, friends. He came to bring us back into fellowship with God, to bring us back into the holy presence of our God. I think one of the saddest verses in the whole Bible is the verse that speaks of Cain, Adam's son, when the Bible says he went out from the presence of the Lord. I say again, everyone is either moving from or to. Uh, People who do not know God as their Savior, uh, they are not going into the presence of the Lord in eternity. They're going away from the presence of the Lord. And that's not just going to happen when they die. That's true today. And what is true of them? There's an application to us as believers. Although we're going to live in the presence of the Lord forever in heaven, praise God, you can be a Christian today and not be living at this moment in fellowship with God, with the near sense of his presence and his joy in your life. You see, God was in Israel. He was in Nineveh. He was in Tarshish. He was in Joppa. He was in the boat. He was in the fish. He was on the shore. It was not about where God was. It was about where Jonah was supposed to be. Let me repeat that. This expression, the presence of the Lord, was not about where God was. It was rather about the place where God wanted Jonah to be. The presence of the Lord is the place of unbroken fellowship. It's a place of obedience, the place of spiritual power and divine blessing. It's it's not geographical. It's not circumstantial. It is spiritual. Oh, may I tell you, friend, the presence of the Lord is the place of the greatest joy in the world. Or, if you're not right with God, presence of the Lord is the place of greatest fear. It all depends on your relationship to that presence. You'll notice that in Jonah chapter 1, verse number 3, the Bible says when he rose up from the presence of the Lord, he went down to Joppa, and then he went down into the ship. And then he goes in verse 5, down into the sides of the ship. Before it's over, he goes down into the belly of the fish. Uh, Do you see a word picture here? He's down, down, down. Any step outside the presence of the Lord is never a step up. It's always a step down. It's never a step in the right direction. It's always a step in the wrong direction. I hear people today sometimes using the word progressive, and I wonder if they even understand that anything that violates Scripture and goes against God is never progress. No, it's a digression. It's a move in the wrong direction. So I'd like to simply ask you a question today as we begin our study here in this book of Jonah, and it is this, which direction are you moving right now? Are you running toward the Lord? Are you coming nearer to God, closer to his heart, and and more in line with his will for your life? Or have you taken steps to go in the wrong direction? I'm glad to report to you that God trails a man. Uh, God trails him. He never tricks him, but he trails him. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. God stays after him. 
just like God stayed after Jonah. Why? Because God's great heart is that we would live in his presence. Don't you want to live in his presence? If you're not sure of your soul's salvation, I say, don't you want to live in his presence forever? Wouldn't you like to know his presence today? You can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And if you're a Christian, you know what I'm talking about. In fact, do you know who the most miserable people on planet Earth are? The most miserable people in the world are not lost people. The most miserable people in the world are people who are saved and out of fellowship with God because they know what they're missing out on. Lost men have no idea what they're missing out on. Some of you who are listening to me today, you know you've been in his presence. You've enjoyed the fullness of his presence, but now you're like Jonah, rising up, but yet going down, fleeing from the presence of the Lord. May God help all of us to recognize that all of life, just like all the book of Jonah, is about one thing. It's not circumstances, things, and other people. It's all about us and God. May the Lord help us all to live today in the presence of the Lord. Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in Scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.